You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Good evening. Welcome to Love Logical DNA Not Required. This is Michelle L. Anderson coming to you live from Podcast Detroit Royal Oak Studios. We are looking forward to intriguing and entertaining you every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Let me start today's show by saying thank you for joining our family, which is biological by nature, love logical by choice, DNA not required. Well, hello, 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 everyone. I am back, and I would like to thank everyone for being supportive to me this last month that I have been out um you know, sick and I've had surgery and going through a recovery time. And I am so happy to be back and out of the house and feeling well. And one of the best shows to come back to is to come back to something that is near and dear to my heart because I am a woman first, but I am a mother of a beautiful teenage daughter. So you've heard a lot about human sex trafficking um, of recent. And there's a lot of human sex trafficking organizations out here where we want to get information out. And I really don't feel as if there's enough information that's out here. You don't see how many of our young ladies and young men are being trafficked on a regular basis. And this week in Detroit on August the 16th and 17th, we have an event that's Meet in the Street Human Trafficking Prevention Seminar, which is going to be Friday, and we're going to talk about that a little more here. And then we'll move on to talk about Saturdays. It's kind of like a block party or art party with yes. murals and music and everything on Saturday. And I just want to I want to get this information out because, like I said, you can't learn too much. And our youth need to be involved in these events because the youth are the ones that really need the information because they kind of say, oh, it won't happen to me, won't happen to me. So they need to understand that it can happen to anyone. Mm -hmm. You know, trafficking is not just the youth now. There's been women 40, 50 years old Mm -hmm. that have been um, captured and sold into trafficking because it's become the new drug dealer. Mm So I want to introduce my guest here from Meet in the Street. We have some of the leadership from Meet in the Street, as well as speakers from Meet in the Street. So first, I would like to introduce Miss Kathleen Hurd. Hi, everyone. And for those of you who know my daddy, Lonnie Hurd, her Hurd is different. It's H-U-R-D. <laughs> How did your dad spell his name? H-E-A-R-D. Okay. Yes. All right. I, I, I used to be an H-E-R-D, and I'm here to H-E-R-D. Oh, that's interesting. Oh, yeah. Really? Oh, interesting. Yeah, you got to keep your name yeah. no matter what. Just right. change a vowel. Right. Yeah. <laughs> change a vowel. Yes. I take a new vowel, please. <laughs> <laughs> Same result. Well, yeah, I took a new vowel. <laughs> and then we have the ever so popular. Oh, the call is coming in now. We have a call coming in. So we're going to all put our Good headphones, night. put our headsets on. Hello, this is Michelle Anderson. Yes. Is this Roslyn? Yes, it is. Hi, Roslyn. Doing, doing well, doing well. We are just doing our introductions here today. So give me just a moment, and then I'll wrap around to introducing you, okay? Okay. Okay. So next we have, next to me, is Stacy Shannon Johnson. 
And many of you are very well, uh, very well aware of who Stacy is. She's been on the show a few times. She is a retired Inkster police officer, yes. and she is a playwright of a human sex trafficking awareness play. She speaks to schools within the Detroit public school system, and whether she realizes it or not, um, I'm going to just say it. She's a national speaker. Right. <laughs> All right. I claim that. Oh, yeah. And yes. then, we, yeah. then we have next to Stacy, we have Carolyn Robinson. She's from City Covenant Church, and she is one of the leadership of Meet in the Street. Hello, everyone. And we have a new young lady who's joining us today, beautiful young lady. Her name is Tanisha Simmons, and she has a nonprofit human sex trafficking awareness organization called Army of Angels. Yes. So thank you. Welcome, Tanisha. Hello. Thank you for having me. And on the phone here, we have Rosalind, and I want to remember Flint, Flint mm-hmm. on the line. And Rosalind is the founder of Meet in the Street. So, Rosalind, thank you for being able to join us. And then I would also thank like you. to give a shout out. I'm sorry, Rosalind. A shout out to um, Save the Pearls, which I am on the board of directors for Save the Pearls, which is also a human sex trafficking awareness organization. And one of the things that we're doing is we're all coming together for the greater good of our children. Yes. 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 So, Rosalind, I'm going to start by asking you to explain to our audience a little bit about what Meat in the Street is and how you came about it. Yes. Um, Meat in the Street uh, started our third year uh, for Meat in the Street. It's a street festival that we started in order to try to bring the community together. And each year, what we do, we focus on a different theme. Okay. And so uh, last year, our focus was government um, organizations and churches um, because we believe that there's so much separation. We can get so much done if we work together and not separate. Mm-hmm. And this particular year, Human Trust has been on our heart um, organization called Dazzle Take Your Crown, which is by Kathleen there okay. that's with you today. Um, that's been on her heart, and we thought we were focused on the human trafficking issue, you know, little did we know that it will be so much human trafficking um, in the press. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, so it just happened to fit in when everybody's finally starting to focus on this um, disease. Yes. So can so, you share the location of meeting the street for Friday and Saturday? Yes. The meeting the street will be on Chatham, um, C-H-A-T-H-A-M, and Shabbat. Okay. Um, and, and if you were to uh, go into your uh, map and try to locate the address, will be 14944 Chatham will be um, the first lot on that particular block. Okay. So, now the Urban County, the Urban Country Tea House Tell us yeah. a little bit about the tea house that's over there, because I heard that it's really nice. I haven't had a chance to go yet, but I've heard some wonderful things about it. Yes, it is. It's really nice. You know, most people come by to the Urban Country Tea House, and the, and the name came from the fact that we are 
in the urban community of the city of Detroit. Mm-hmm. But when you come here to this location, kind of send you back mm-hmm. uh, for those uh, that know what southern um, country uh, living, uh, yes. you know, lemonade and, and uh, homemade baked goods mm. and fresh uh, local honey. Mm. Um, right now I'm looking at my uh, green tomatoes, fried green tomatoes. So mm-hmm. it, it brings you back to, um, and if you haven't, you should, because a lot of people, we always hustle and bustle in the city of Detroit. A most urban community, but you can come here and relax and, and um, just forget about the the um, troubles of the uh, urban living. Mm-hmm. I like just, that. You know, have a good time. Most people do not, you know, they come and they, it's kind of like, uh, do I have to leave now? Are uh, closing? <laughs> but it is really a nice, wholesome location mm-hmm. to come. And we have herbal teas and specialty beverages and all our bakers are homemade cobblers. And, uh, you know, it's just a real treat to come to the Urban Country Tea House. Okay. You have meetings here and, you know, outdoor events, uh, garden parties, things such as that. So Friday's event is actually going to be outside of the Urban Country Tea House, correct? Yes, it is. All right. So that's good. So you know, just to just to kind, of, I'm gonna say this throughout the you know throughout the podcast. Tickets are twenty dollars a person, and that's for you to come and have dinner, and and listen yes. to the seminar. Mm-hmm. And there are some great speakers that's on the panel. And speaking of, you know, I I was actually very fortunate to be asked to speak on the panel, so I will be one of the people that's going to be speaking. And we have Stacy here. Yeah. And everyone knows that Stacy is a dynamic speaker, mm-hmm. you know, so I feel very, very blessed to be on the same um, program with Stacy Shannon we're Johnson. We're blessed to have you, too. Yes. And can I just interject real quick? We look, teenagers want them to be there, and it's cost them nothing. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. Uh, just wanted to make, you know, because that's who we want to um, get the message. So the teenagers are free. 18 18 and under under are free Mm -hmm. so we want to i'm going to reiterate that later as well because that will actually get more teens there parents bring your teens out love logical parents make this a bonding experience for you Mm -hmm. and your love logical children to come out and have dinner and listen and learn because there's not there's not there's never too much to be heard when it comes to what's happening here within our community in metropolitan Detroit. And when I say our community, I'm speaking of all metropolitan Detroit because Mm -hmm. this is happening not just in the city, but it's also in the suburbs as well. And we are allowing our children to actually go out into the suburbs thinking that they're safer at the malls and things like that, but it's, it's everywhere. Mm-hmm. So it's more so about awareness. Mm-hmm. And prior to us starting the show today, I was talking about how a lot of our youth think that they have the street smarts to be able to know what's going on around them, but they're so busy with their cell phones mm-hmm. 
and their tablets and their music and mm. their earbuds in their ears and to where they texting, they don't really pay as much attention to their surroundings no. as we used to have to spend. Mm-hmm. You know, we paid attention to ours. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm sure that, you know, us sitting at this table, we remember when we were taught when you go into a place, the first thing you do is pay attention to where all the exits mm-hmm. were. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And you say that to your kids now, they look at you like you're crazy. Yes, they oh, do. Yeah. <laughs> If you go into a place and then you see only one in, one entrance and one exit, what did you do? Mm-hmm. You left. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you left. Yes, you left because you want to make sure if something went down, you knew the direction of out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. you knew the direction of out. Mm-hmm. So, Kathleen, tell us how you ended up getting involved with Meet in the Street. Um, as um, Ross said. You come to the Urban Country Tea House and it's like home. Mm-hmm. And I would spend a lot of days just trying to get away from what was going on at the house. Mm-hmm. Um, we, I went to a uh, book club meeting there originally. And I was so at home and it was so peaceful mm-hmm. that I continued to go. So um, I started doing um, luncheons for women just to come. Everything was free. And... I had two lunches out in the garden mm-hmm. there. And um, whatever I asked of Roz, she was always so willing to do. And we just started doing things together. She would help me with my luncheons. I gave a brunch for women who had been in sobriety. And she just came and did. She didn't ask any questions. She didn't pout. She didn't. She just did what she had needed okay. to do. Okay, yeah. So I really do always appreciate any and everything that she does. And I tell her all the time, I'm one of her number one fans because she has a little empire over there. She's building um, on the next street. It has the same address as the tea house, Mm -hmm. but it's the next street. So all that land she owns and she's going to be building on that land. Okay. Yeah. Okay. The feeling is mutual. Okay. So Rosalind is a guardian angel for the community. Yeah, she is. Cause she does uh, the girl scouts. She has um, a movie night in, during the summer. Every is it every other Tuesday, Rosalind? Yes. And so that brings next a lot of the, the last. next Tuesday is the last Tuesday. Okay. And it brings a lot of the children into the neighborhood to want, and they'll come by all day. Are we having movie night? Are we having movie night? <laughs> and she always gives them popcorn and something to drink, and it's somewhere for them to go because a lot of children in Brightmore in particular don't have any guidance. They're mm-hmm. just Raising themselves, actually. So they're always looking for Miss Roz and her movie nights. You know, I have to commend what's the, you know, what the Brightmore community is coming together and doing because even, you know, meeting at the church in the basement and talking about human sex trafficking awareness and teaching people about trauma. And there's so much that's happening within the Brightmore community mm-hmm. that so many other communities, I'm getting goosebumps, mm-hmm. that so many other communities in the metropolitan area should actually contact the Brightmore community area and say, hey, what are you doing and can you help us do it here? Well, that's our hope that they mm-hmm. will come reach out, come out, reach out, and that we'll start spreading this everywhere to all the communities in mm-hmm. the city. Yeah, we're going we gonna to spread it out, spread it out. Okay, so Miss Carolyn, you're one of the leadership as well. Yes, I am. So tell us how you got involved with Meet in the Street. And now I'm also with the Urban Country Tea House. 
I am so uh, grateful uh, to have met such wonderful, caring, compassionate women. Mm-hmm. Um, my pastor, Pastor Samil Thomas uh, of uh, City Covenant Church, introduced me to Rosalind as well as Kathleen mm-hmm. and asked if I wouldn't mind coming on board with them. Uh, concerning human trafficking. So I said, yes, I was excited about it. Um, Co- Covenant Community Care had given a convention and they had little small classes and one which was human trafficking. And so I took the class and they had a, a film regarding a family that uh, took a loan of a hundred dollars and ended up working for these people for a number of years and was tortured mm-hmm. and had to be rescued. That was just one film. Mm-hmm. Another film was a clip of a young woman who was kidnapped and rescued mm-hmm. as well. Uh, I, I just, have to say that I am just totally compassionate about it. I, I think about my grandchildren. Mm-hmm. Think about my daughter. Uh, I think about my son. I think about other children in the community mm-hmm. who uh, walk around in a daze with mm-hmm. earbuds on, looking at their phone mm-hmm. and just totally clueless. Mm-hmm. So that is one reason why. Okay. Well, several reasons why yeah. <laughs> that I, I'm compassionate about human trafficking. And in the age of technology with the Internet, with Snapchat, with Instagram, you know, with Facebook, with Twitter, and everything else that's out here that I haven't mentioned, you know, our children are snapping selfies constantly. Mm-hmm. They're putting themselves out there and sometimes in a... You know, it, it's, it may not even be consciously, but in a sexual way that they may not feel as if they have, mm-hmm. um, that sexuality, mm-hmm. um, you know, radiating in their picture. Mm-hmm. But that's the way that perverts are seeing it. Unfortunately, it makes it hard for people to let their personality shine the way that they want to mm-hmm. yes. because you're almost afraid of what's going to happen, mm-hmm. you know? So and it's it's really sad. So Tanisha, you have an organization that's actually going that's partnering with uh, Meet in the Street called Army of Army of Angels. Yes. And tell us, you know, how how Army of Angels got started. And I already know that, you know, you're linking in with Meet in the Street. So tell me how Army of Angels got started. Uh, well, Army of Angels has been up and operating since 2015. Okay. Um, it first started off with me wanting to help um, victims of domestic violence. Okay. Um, I know that life and, and what it's like for women battling that. So I thought that would be easy for me. Um, but God has another plan for me. So uh, when he introduced this to me, it was terrifying in the beginning because, you know, I'm like, how am I going to do this? You know, who's going to help me do this? You know, how am I going to get, you know, I didn't understand this world. Mm -hmm. Um, But you have to follow what God leads you and tells you to do. So um, 
once he introduced this to me, I've just been doing a lot of research about it, um, asking him to connect me, and he has been. That's why I'm here today, um, because um, he has been connecting me with people who is doing likewise things in the community and getting the awareness out for our young people. Mm -hmm. Um, Because it's not even just about getting the awareness out to our children. We have to also speak to our parents. Mm -hmm. We have to learn how to teach our children to be bold and confident, you know, because these people, these predators, they stalk on our children who are vulnerable, Mm -hmm. you know, so we want to make sure that we give awareness to the community for our children and for the parents as well. So it's been a great opportunity for me to meet new people and just speak to our youth because I have a passion for the youth. Um, it's been a dream of mine to to do all type of things with the youth. So this is just uh, uh, just a tool that God has blessed me with to be able to outreach, to do outreach in the community because I have a heart to give all the way around. We also do uh back-to-school rallies for Mm -hmm. our children. Um, But I do a little differently than the traditional way. Um, I really like to help people in need, so we don't do the traditional. I mean, we have um, posting at a park, or Mm -hmm. but we go out to communities that are urban and that mostly women who don't have cars to get to those locations to get their children's school clothes and and, bags. School supplies. So, so you're I, delivering them to I their homes. I deliver them. Yes, mm-hmm. I like that. Yes, yes I, I like that. I deliver yeah. them to them. Yes. yes. Um, I also do children's hair, so I mm. go to my clients. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I just have a passion to help. We feed the homeless. Mm-hmm. Uh, we do the blessing bags. We try to do that all year round. Mm-hmm. Um, we adopt families for Christmas, mm-hmm. and we give dinners for Thanksgiving. Um, any way that I can help. A family in need is, is is what I work towards doing. Okay. Yeah. So okay. So this has been a blessing. We were in Columbus. Uh, we're now here in Detroit, um, looking at building a team here now. Well, welcome. Thank and you. I think that you've met, you know, some people that's going to be a part of your team, yeah. because even though we are all with different human sex trafficking awareness organizations. Mm-hmm. We need to come together as women, yes. come together as, as people yes. Yes. who's working toward the greater good of all, like I said. Yes. So yes. there is no your group is not my group. No, all of us are all of us are together. Yes. Right. Yes. It only yes. works right. if we work together. Yes. 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 You know, I don't believe in the crabs in the barrel because don't want to pull anybody down. We, we're reaching down hands and pulling each other up out right. of that barrel. Absolutely. Yes. Right. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes, so Stacy, my sister, (laughs) I love this woman dearly, dearly, and just she knows she's 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 big part of my heart. So Stacy is amazing because when she decided that she was going to write her play on human sex trafficking, so that she can reach out to our community. And the youth, it was something that had never been done before. And Stacy's, the main character of her play was actually a former pimp that had been out there in the human trafficking game. And he ended up um, 
in the world of ministry. Yes. Yes. He's on program. Yes. He's yeah. on the program yeah. so for he's Friday. Dynamic. Yes. And you will yes. love him. He is dynamic. Yes. And how yes. do you pronounce his first name? Is it Baron? Baron. Mm-hmm. Okay. Baron, yes. yes. Baron mm-hmm. Pittman. Minister mm-hmm. Baron mm-hmm. Pittman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and it's funny. Baron uh, was not a, a, a trained actor, but it was something that he wanted to get involved in. And I met him through uh, my director and producer. And uh, they said, we know of someone that really wants to be a part of the um, and, and be a part of a production. But uh, he has a background. And I, I said, God, thank you, Lord, because mm-hmm. I knew that that's what we needed. We mm-hmm. needed someone that can come in and uh, be a blessing to our uh, production. Mm-hmm. He was amazing. Yep. He was. And, and he's, he's very far removed, though. <laughs> so it would, would be kind of hard for him to get in character. So you yes. can tell very far removed from that lifestyle but um a wonderful wonderful young man mm-hmm. yes just the fact that he had not been an actor prior to mm-hmm. you can move this forward a okay. little bit Stacy so you can be comfortable mm-hmm. um he had not been an actor prior to but he understood the life itself yes. and now he's reaching out to help save our youth yes mm-hmm. Yes. You know, yes, and and that is a true testimony within itself. Yes. You know, and you have to forgive those from the past. Yes. And, you know, so many of our our young men and ladies now are seeing other young men and women as a financial means, mm-hmm. you know, as as an asset. Mm-hmm. And we shouldn't be looking at each other that way. That's right. Right. You know, we really should not. Mm-hmm. I had the opportunity last week to meet a wonderful woman and she was from Serbia Mm. and she had come to Michigan by way of Dubai. Mm. And we were having a conversation. My daughter was with me, my 17 year old. And we were having a conversation about Dubai because my sister just returned from Dubai a few weeks ago. She went on vacation. And one of the things that you always hear about Dubai is, how many of you have heard no crime? There's no crime in Dubai. Mm-hmm. Dubai is one of the safest places you can go. So beautiful. Yeah, and it is. It's so beautiful. But we all get caught up in the going somewhere where there's no crime, mm-hmm. where you can be out and you can this and you can that. And she broke it. She broke it down to me last week that, yeah, there's crime. There's crime everywhere. Mm-hmm. And she said that you have to think about the fact that you're in the desert mm-hmm. and there are many young ladies who disappear. Because they disappear in the desert, mm-hmm. you know, and she was explaining, she was explaining to us that hundreds of young ladies are brought in into the Middle East on a regular basis because they have the sheiks there. Mm-hmm. And these young ladies are paraded wow. in front of the sheiks. So what they do is the sheiks pick out who they want and those who they don't want, they kind of just shove them off but they take their passports they take their identity Mm -hmm. and a lot of the ones that are not wanted by the sheiks they're put into like indentured servitude Mm -hmm. or some other form of they're sold as slaves Mm -hmm. to other people as well so there's a lot of women who you see being trafficked end up there in front of the sheiks Mm -hmm. and if they don't comply they just disappear Mm -hmm. And she was telling my daughter that this is real. Mm -hmm. This is real that's out here. Mm -hmm. 
you know, and we don't get to see that portion of it here in the United States or what happens when our young ladies are taken overseas. Mm-hmm. But there are parties that are happening like that right here in the United States. Yeah. What were you going to say, Rosalind? No, I'm just listening. This is yeah. amazing, but this is a uh, this is a going on from the beginning of time. Yes, yes. time for mm-hmm. it to stop. Mm-hmm. It's time exactly. for it to stop. Yes. And I really wish that there was some way that we can reach out to that person that has a mentality of making money off of the hurts mm-hmm. of other people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because the drug dealers have been making money off of the hurts of other people for years, mm-hmm. but now. Human sex trafficking is becoming like a norm mm-hmm. within the community, and mm-hmm. it shouldn't be. Right. Yes. Um, and one of the things that um, I it seven months to uh, attend a lot of uh, conferences and do a lot of research and interviews and talk to different people, judges, and just different various people about human trafficking. Um, and now, after we've done the play. I've been blessed to be able to go into the schools and churches and other organizations um, to speak with people about human trafficking. There is a, um, I would say there could be a gateway to human trafficking through social media Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and through um, we tell our children um, from the time that they can understand, do not talk to strangers. Mm -hmm. But when, Children are able to log on as young as second grade is usually the the age where children are. They have uh, social media accounts, Instagram, Snapchat, Facebook, Twitter. Second grade, we've allowed them now to engage mm-hmm. with strangers mm-hmm. and we're putting them out there mm-hmm. and they don't understand what it means to be catfish. They don't understand who's on the other end. Right. They don't understand that somebody can take a picture and mm-hmm. pose as someone else. Mm-hmm. Um, and so girls, I just, I spoke with a, a, a group of girls not too long ago, a few months, and I asked the girls, raise your hand if you know of any people, do not mention any names, but raise your hand if you know of any girls that are hooking up with guys that they've met online. And the hands started going up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The hands started going up. Wow. And so that I have a 10 year old daughter mm-hmm. and that bothers me mm-hmm. to my core. Yes. What if she went to go hang with someone that said, Hey, come on over here with me. We're going to meet somebody mm-hmm. and it's just, we're going to have fun and we're just going to the mall or tell your mom. You know, we're going mm-hmm. to the mall, and these are the things that I have to continue to educate my daughter, even at the age of 10, about mm-hmm. um, being careful mm-hmm. about where you go and who you hang with because mm-hmm. girls sell other girls into human yes. trafficking. They do, yes. But um, the, normally the statistics are uh, 95% of the people uh, that enter into human trafficking, the victims are lured in, mm-hmm. and it's usually through family members mm-hmm. or a boyfriend or someone that promises to do something for them. It could be right. an employer. Mm-hmm. And there, I've heard of horror stories where people have been contacting high school children. They had a de- database. Hey, they may say, Stacy, um, Michelle gave us your name. Michelle and Kathleen gave us your name uh, for a job, and they recommended you. And they were like, oh, okay, no problem. Where do I want to be? Because they had a database, and they were able to throw those names around. Mm-hmm. And I heard about that. A, a teen shared that with me. I can't remember the high school. School, and I don't want to put out the wrong high school, but 
the devil is very, very crafty mm-hmm. on how he comes at our children. Yes. Very, very crafty. And I have to tackle it. And, and another thing, children are not discerning mm-hmm. no, on not. the Internet. They're not. not discerning. They are. I mean, if you have adults that are believing the fake news and the fake mm-hmm. sites and different things like that, they're, dis- they're not discerning. And uh, we just have to be careful. Um, and what predators do is they watch their victims. Mm-hmm. They watch them. They watch what they post. They watch where they check in at at school and the cheer team and different things like that. Mm-hmm. And so. My job is to sound the alarm for children to be discerning, to be wise, to know the traps that can be set up for mm-hmm. them. So, yes. One, mm-hmm. one, one of the men who is going to be speaking is a professor at EMU, and he is going to be talking about human trafficking on college campuses, mm-hmm. which that blew my mind. Mm-hmm. You know, when I first heard what goes on on the college campuses, I was shocked because... It's not put out for the public Mm-mm. to no. to know the information. Mm-hmm. And you're not hearing those statistics and everything mm-hmm. out here. Mm-mm. And my daughter's actually going to college next year. Mm-hmm. And I've had people say, you know, aren't you afraid for her to go away from home? Aren't you afraid for this? And do I have that? That That's an innate fear. I'm a mom. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I'm trying to educate her enough so that when she goes, she can watch her back. Yes. Because you have these Romeos that yes. are out here yes. who are the Romeo pimps yes. who are dating these young ladies. Mm-hmm. And they will date them for months yes. until they yep. break them down yep. and mm-hmm. get them to where they want them to be. Mm-hmm. And I was telling my daughter that part of it is, you know, can I can I talk down to you? Mm-hmm. And then apologize and you accept it over and over again Mm -hmm. to see, you know, what type of character Mm -hmm. you have. Mm -hmm. You know, can I put my hands on you Mm -hmm. and you stay? You know, it's just, you know, just the little things or buy them gifts. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Buying gifts. Expensive gifts that they know that a young person can't pay Mm -hmm. back Mm -hmm. a a designer handbag or something like that. And then, okay, you pay me and you work for me. Yeah. And slavery didn't go nowhere. Mm. Folks right. are saying something about slavery. It hasn't gone. It hasn't anywhere. gone anywhere. It is a. It's 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 something that is a industry based on greed. Mm. And um, you can use a girl twenty times a day. When somebody gets high, they've got to go back out and score with the dope man. Mm-hmm. And but a girl, you can use over and over and over again. And it's a thirty-two billion dollar or more industry. And more and more, more and more women are getting into the pimping game as well. Mm. And Epstein, Epstein, mm. uh, the, the guy that uh, recently has taken his life, um, he used women. Mm-hmm. And when they, and it was, the interesting fact is when the girls were 17, he said they were too old. Wow. At 17. 17, he had no interest in them. So but what the, he did was that I guess he employed them to recruit other girls. Mm-hmm. And the, um, I believe that what's done in the dark will come to the light. Always. And there's a lot of, um, prominent people that were associated with that. Mm-hmm. And so, and, and, and when you have people who are, um, who know world leaders and presidents and, and people in politics and very powerful rich men that were involved in that. They just and, happened to. And, yeah. Wow. yeah. And they were wow. able to keep that hush hush mm-hmm. all these years. Mm-hmm. And so the, so much is going to, I believe, I pray 
that more is going to be unearthed and ra- unraveled in this case. That's mm-hmm. my prayer. Yes. But uh, that the right people are working the case mm-hmm. and it's actually going to literally work it right. and not go into hiding it. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. when I was listening to mm-hmm. what's happened within the within the prison, mm-hmm. you know, and how he wasn't monitored, how he wasn't this. And, mm-hmm. you know, the people are saying that, no, I just talked to him. He was in good spirits. Mm-hmm. And so it's a lot that's mm-hmm. going to come out with mm-hmm. this case. But I truly believe that this he's part of one of the largest trafficking rings mm-hmm. um, out there within the upper echelon mm-hmm. community. Yes. Yeah. And he had I mean, he had his own island. That guy wow. was a millionaire. Yeah. And they, when you have that kind of money and power, you can buy off. Anybody, you can buy off witnesses. Mm-hmm. So the people that came forth that were brave, thank God they did. But imagine the amount of people that wanted to come forth and they probably just paid them off some money or gave mm-hmm. maybe their mm-hmm. family some money. So there's countless victims that we'll never know. Mm-hmm. Look at yeah, or, or, or fear of, of their life. Yes. Correct. Exactly. They're fearing their lives. Yes. Exactly. Now, one of the things that I have to say that kind of got me with this whole thing is... The pictures over the last the last couple of days mm-hmm. of this young girl traveling all over the world with him, mm-hmm. going to birthday parties because it was like Naomi, Naomi Candle's party, mm-hmm. two parties of hers and all these parties. And you got this kid that's just walking around and no one questions it because it. I'm going to question why you brought a child. child. And it's not yes. your child. To, right. It's not your, it's not your yes. Right. Yes. Right. Not your niece, yes. you know, anything <laughs> like that. Why did you bring this child mm-hmm. to my house, yes. let alone, but then also mm-hmm. question where the heck were her parents? Yes. Yes. And, you know, where were her parents? Did we have an OJ and Nicole situation where the parents were benefiting financially? Mm-hmm. You know, where, you know, you have your teenage daughter with this man, mm-hmm. you know, and there's not a person out here, mm-hmm. not a person out here who can pay me enough mm-hmm. for me to give them my child. You know? mm-hmm. yeah. um, I'm glad that you mentioned that because in the Dominican Republic, um, a lot of people are selling their oldest girls into human trafficking to pay the bills. Mm-hmm. And um, it it is bad over there. A buddy of mine went on vacation and she was approached. And that's not the first time I've heard of people saying that they were approached by traffickers or asked them, hey, you want to come with us and you want to have some fun and different things like that. And they know that Americans go over there. And they drink, and when you drink, and that's one of the things we got to talk to our children about, because a lot of times when children go off to college, they might be more um, open open about drinking and experimenting with drugs and alcohol and things like that. But it is rampant over there. But I was speaking with um, someone else that said in Trinidad, they are physically, violently kidnapping women. Women, we're not talking about women on their way to their job, to the bank. Mm. kidnapped in broad daylight mm. and that's going on in trinidad and so these mm. are different things we really got to be in prayer a lot of young people i've noticed travel the world and different things like that but we really have to cover our children in prayer as yes. they yes. travel and yes. as they go to and i can't wait to hear um 
uh, the speaker from EMU speak yeah. about um, human trafficking on college camp, uh, mm-hmm. and and what kind of conversations are they having with parents mm-hmm. as the children enter in, and how do you protect your child? Yes, especially right. children are very sheltered. Yes. Some mm-hmm. are, yes. Mm-hmm. yes, and when they get on campus, they might be a little bit more wild, yes. and parents are not there. And how do you protect your child? And what kind of conversation? How does the university help keep the child safe? Right. right. Yep. I'm just wondering if they're even having those conversations mm-hmm. with the parents as the children enter college. Mm-hmm. You know, and more than likely not, mm-hmm. but it needs to be something that's addressed. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. I think there's a lot that we need to address um, to our youth that's going to college. Mm-hmm. And that was something that we were talking about doing um, next year for the class of 2020. Mm-hmm. Because I am so concerned that our youth aren't ready. I think that we were more mature when yes. we went off to college. Yes. yes, And I think that we had a sense of freedom, like I said, about ourselves. We were able to catch the bus and go to school, yes. city bus. Yes. We were able to go different places and do different things that our kids are kind of sheltered yes. because of what's happening in the communities. And I, like I explained to my daughter, you know, when you have a drink in your hand and you're talking to someone, you know, you have your hand over your drink. And if you don't have your hand over your drink, a lot of times, you know, people work in pairs. Mm-hmm. So even though yeah. you think you're watching your drink, mm-hmm. all it takes is for one to have a friend bump mm-hmm. into you. Mm-hmm. So you could turn to see who bumped mm-hmm. into you while they're putting something in your drink, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. And it used to be just don't leave your drink on the table, go dance and come back. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But now you even have to be careful when you have that drink in your hand. Mm -hmm. And, you know, Tanisha, I'm glad that you're out here because you are young. Mm -hmm. So a lot of our young women will Mm -hmm. listen to you Mm -hmm. more so than what they're going to listen to us. Mm -hmm. Exactly. You know? Yes. And I I look for young women Mm -hmm. to, Mm -hmm. to partner with. Uh, because we have a voice, mm-hmm. uh, because our peers are more likely to listen to us and understand the lives that we live. Mm-hmm. And, I, you know, I try to educate my child as well, you know, because they're so unaware of the dangers, mm-hmm. you know. But the reason why we could go out and play in our time, in my mother's time, while we could go out and play in our front yard and not have to worry about our child coming up missing is because... Things weren't as so outspoken. I think criminals have just gotten bold yes. and fearless mm-hmm. now. So mm-hmm. it's time for us to become bold, bold and fearless. Yes. 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 Because I, I was yes. telling Carolyn earlier, or the ladies earlier, that uh, so one of the ladies uh, was a part of the group. And she called one day and just decided, my husband says it's too dangerous. I can't continue. And um, she asked me, how was I going to continue? And I said, well, somebody has to do it, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, it, yes, it, it puts me in danger. It puts my family in danger. But if everybody falls back and says, well, it's too dangerous, well, we'll get done. Mm-hmm. We won't get anything done. That's right. and, and, that's, and that's what they count on, mm-hmm. you know, for us to be fearful and afraid. And it's not even just criminals is the enemy himself mm-hmm. yes mm-hmm. now when you stand on the word of god mm-hmm. you don't have to fear no man no, no. so for, so first it starts with the your relationship with god mm-hmm. you have to have a strong relationship with god and get to know him individually and corporately for mm-hmm. the people who you're working with yes it's a blessing 
to be able to find like-minded people who stand on the word of God yes. and who are not afraid to voice their opinions and speak about what the the wrongdoings that are going on in our community. Yes. Yeah, I agree. I totally agree. And my, my grandchildren say, because I'm always asking them when they go somewhere, just did, did anybody touch you? But I've been always doing that from the time they were small children. And it's a conversation that you need to have with your children. I don't care what age they are. Yeah. My mom used to say all the time, you, you talk. You talk too freely with your children about sexual things. There's no such thing. There's right. no such thing There's nowadays. No, such thing. no. And you can't sugarcoat it because sugarcoat it will get them in a bad situation. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Because be it's open. the family members now. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Our yeah. children need to know. They need to know. And ladies, we got about five minutes here. Um, so let's let's come up with some tips real quick, Carolyn. Um, one tip is going into the schools encouraging our young ladies and young men that their their worth is more mm-hmm. important mm-hmm. and building self-esteem mm-hmm. when someone's self-esteem is low yes. they become a target mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so educating our children mm-hmm. and letting them know mm-hmm. that they have a gift Mm -hmm. and their gift Mm -hmm. is whatever they choose they want to be and and um build their self-esteem amen amen yes i enrolled my daughter into judo this Mm -hmm. summer is one of the best things i could have done Mm -hmm. and i told her you need to know how to properly defend yourself Mm -hmm. it is very very important Mm -hmm. and so i think um and i see the growth Mm -hmm. I see the growth this summer. Yep, I see. I've seen the growth in her. Yep. Mm-hmm. Well, one one of the things that beyond this Friday and this Saturday is that I want to be able to work with the youth and help them to go beyond what they already know. Mm-hmm. Especially mm-hmm. a lot of the children in Brightmore. That's as far as they get. Mm-hmm. They go to school, come home. They don't go outside of the the area. Mm-hmm. So we want to be able to take the children, teach them to be self aware. Teach them self-esteem. Mm-hmm. Teach them that there's a world outside of Brightmore. Mm-hmm. We'll be able to take them on trips and do things with them so that they will begin to see, I'm I'm bigger than this. Mm-hmm. There's a whole world out there. Yes. Mm-hmm. That there's a world out there. Yes. And, you know, and I've, I've done that with children, and mm-hmm. I plan on doing it with more kids yes. um, here in the right. metropolitan area. Mm-hmm. But I know we have so much that we can talk about. And I would actually like us to come together in September after Meet in the Street Mm -hmm. so that we can talk about what happened at the event and what we can do as a collaborative, you know, group Mm -hmm. to work toward getting our kids uh, more information out here than what we have. That's true. Yes, Mm -hmm. we definitely tend to have a Mm -hmm. follow-up meeting. And one of the things I would like to teach, and I'm doing it with the Girl Scouts, is to love. Love is the answer to everything. Yes. It is. And, and to love yourself mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. is what needed to be taught. Mm-hmm. You know, I had someone tell my daughter, and I know I have to wrap up here, tell my daughter that look in the mirror and tell yourself I love you every day. Mm. For me to tell her I love you every day. Because if a child hears I love you every day, it's not going to get to them just because a man or a woman mm-hmm. said, I love you. Mm-hmm. Because so many of these mm-hmm. men online, mm-hmm. 
with the young ladies, Mm -hmm. they're falling in love within a week Mm -hmm. because they know that Mm -hmm. so many of our Mm -hmm. youth are wanting to be loved. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. look yourselves in the mirror and say, I love you. Mm -hmm. And I love you because you're beautiful, because Mm -hmm. you're smart, because you're this, because you're that. That's your gratitude in the morning is loving yourself, you know, and. And definitely love you mm-hmm. and tell your children that yeah. you love them, hug them, yes. kiss your right. children, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. because there should not be a child in this world, be it a biological home or love logical home that is not receiving a hug and an I love you. Yes. Uh, look in the eye. And and know and know. Talk to them. What is it that you're doing? What do you want? What is this? Talk to your kids. You know, like I said, meet in the street, human trafficking prevention seminar, August 16th from 5 p.m. to 9 p.m. at the Urban Country Tea House at 14944 Bramel, B-R-A-M-E-L-L, in the corner of Shelfonte. The keynote speaker is Minister Baron Pittman, who at one point was a trafficker, who is now a minister. And it's going to be emceed by Ed Peace, mm-hmm. Makita Taylor. You have myself as a speaker. Stacy Shannon Johnson is a speaker. Chief Riley from the Inkster Police Department. We have Star Carter, Sandra Ramat Ramakin, um, from Alternatives for Girls. We have April Doss. She's a survivor. David Manville, who's a School of Social Work at EMU. We have Erica Watkins from She's Sanctum House. I've known her for years. And we have um, activities that are going to be provided by the Michigan Abolitionist Project. So youth 18 and under are free. Everyone else is going to be $20 per person. You're going to have an evening of conversation and enlightenment um, for at this fundraiser. There's going to be dinner. And it's going to be a buffet dinner that's going to be provided. So... Come on out. And if you want information, then medley of song at yahoo.com. That's M E D L E Y O F S O N G at yahoo.com.au. Or you could contact me at Love Logical online and I will get the information over to where it needs to be. If I can't answer it, I'll get your answer for you. You can go on Facebook to Love Logical, Instagram to Love Logical. You can go on Twitter to Love Logical and get a hold of me. So thank you so much, everyone. And as I said, Love Logical, DNA not required. We're biological by nature and Love Logical by choice.